So welcome to the first episode of the Bold Podcast by Legendary Youth. So the definition of bold, in case you guys were wondering, is brave, obedient, legendary, and devoted. These are qualities that you definitely need in order to preach about God and like let people know about his gospel and let him, like let others know his word. Because if you're not brave then like, and you're just kind of sitting in the back corner, you're never going to get your point across. If you're not obedient to his voice, then you're never going to be able to fulfill his purpose. Obviously, we are all legendary, and we also need to stay devoted to his word. So on top of that, I do have hosts. <laughs> um, I'm Brianna, and then there's Wally and Rose. Hey, guys. Hola. <laughs> and so... To begin the podcast, we're going to share a little bit about our testimonies, and I'm going to go first. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in a Christian household, but my parents are divorced, and I think I would honestly call us like a blended family because everybody gets along. I'm not going to get into the details of that because that's going to be very confusing if I'm honest, but um, so yeah, my parents went through a very... Um, I guess you'd say harsh divorce it was very toxic um and so I do recall like when I was growing up that sometimes my parents would be arguing in the middle of the night so I would obviously be scared and I would start crying <laughs> and um my brothers would just kind of like come and like you know tell me that everything would be fine and whatnot and I think in the moment like I was so young like I was seven years old like what did I know was like I didn't understand what was going on so, um, I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, time went on. Eventually, my parents did get divorced. Um, but before I forget, because <laughs> I'm forgetting things, um, through the divorce and, like, this whole situation of my parents, like, they did try to, like, make the marriage work, and they did try to, like, give it a shot again, and, like, it just didn't work out. But through it all, like, the pastors and their family were with us. And honestly, for that, I'm very thankful because... I genuinely think that if it wouldn't be for them, I don't think we would be where we are now, as in, like, our personal personal lives, you know? Um, so, I am thankful for them. Middle school, high school hit, and I was, I was not connected to God at all. I wasn't trying to have a relationship with God. I wasn't trying to, like, seek Him or anything. There was a Christian club at, like, our school. Never went. <laughs> Um, and so eventually my mom, my junior year, or maybe it was my sophomore year now that I think about it. Because <laughs> you got baptized junior year. Yeah. So. so yeah, it was my sophomore year that I, um, my mom started like forcing me to go to church or youth and I genuinely hated it because I just, even though I knew everyone, like I just, we weren't like from the same crowd, you know, like they had their own lives. I had my own lives my own life, my own life, and we just, you know, we didn't really know each other, and so I was kind of like, okay, whatever, um, I went to, like, my first camp, yeah, I went to my first camp my sophomore year, and then that was great, honestly, and then my junior year, I decided to get baptized, which honestly was a very life-changing experience, but then at the same time, I didn't fully understand what it was to get baptized, and what it was to, like, give up your old life, and start a new one so it wasn't honest I don't think it was until the pandemic <laughs> that I fully comprehended that when you 
decide to give your life to God, like you have to give it all to him, you know? And I think when you're really young, even though I wasn't that young, um, when you're really young, it's really hard for you to like distinguish like this is right and this is wrong because the world is telling you this is right Mm -hmm. and you think it's right, even though it's really not, you know? And you have to be mature enough to sit there and, like, make that decision yourself. You have to be disciplined enough to sit there and be like, okay, this isn't right, you know? And, like, move on with your life. Um, so, yeah, the, pandem- the pandemic hit. And uh, in the middle of the pandemic, before school started, which was, like, July, August, I definitely found myself in a very um, dark place. I was very depressed. I was going through a lot of anxiety. Um, and one night, <laughs> as cliche as this may sound, I woke up and I was like, I'm not doing anything with my life. Um, I haven't done anything to honestly, purposely serve God. And I was serving, you know, I did do like the kids ministry for a while. I did the cafe for a while. Um, and I was doing social media at the time, but social media became one of my biggest triggers. So I told JC who is or was my leader and I was like look I can't do this anymore like I'm going through it like the anxiety is really bad and he's like yeah no that's fine um so it just got to the point where I couldn't sleep at night I couldn't drive (laughs) I was just I was going crazy you guys Mo who you guys will get to meet next episode or here if you guys don't know her um she she would help me a lot in the sense that um she would (laughs) stay with me up at night until I fell asleep and that to me meant a lot because I honestly when I say I could not sleep I mean I could not sleep like it got to the point where like I would shake of how much anxiety I freaking had like it was so bad so um and then I started I realized that what I was going through became more so of a spiritual battle and you know if you're you're going through like a spiritual battle for your first time like you kind of just don't know what to do you know and so, in case you guys are hearing this and you guys are going through a spiritual battle, let me tell you something. Go pray, okay? Go And fast. <laughs> yeah, and go, like, dive into the Word of God, because honestly, like, at least for me, that brought, like, a lot of peace and a lot of, like, tranquility into my life. And, um, honestly, I'm someone that, like, I don't really like to talk about, like, my personal problems. Like, I could really be going through it, but I would much rather keep it to myself, because I feel like sometimes, um, obviously everyone else has their own things going on. So I wouldn't, like, I just, I don't You don't want to bring it upon somebody else's Exactly. Life. So I honestly, like, I didn't really tell anyone about it. And um, the only people that knew were, like, Mo and Jackie. Because, you know, like, they were the ones that were kind of keeping up with it. And so, um, I guess you can say I, I went through it all. And I was... At my prime. <laughs> so, um, JC asked me if I wanted to take over of social media. And I was like, yeah, that's fine, again. Um, and so, he kind of put me as, like, the leader of social media. And at the time, there was no one else with me. It was just me, myself, and I trying to, do like, do everything. And we decided to make a post at, to get more people on board. And Rose came along. Which, Literally within, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, honestly. <laughs> Our seconds of posting. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was actually really excited because um, I'm not going to, like, try to shade or anything, but I I was very nervous. I was like, I don't think anyone's going to want to do it. Like, you know, like, 
some people are just very shy to reach out and be like, oh my god, like y'all, like all yeah. me, you know. Some people like sometimes you need to sit there and like kind of beg them, like, can you do this? And you know, I feel like also when you're begging someone to do something, it's really you kind of just tell you're like forced to exactly, do it. Exactly, and they're not giving it their all because mm -hmm. they actually want to. So um, I do want to say thank you to JC because honestly, if it wouldn't be for him, I would not be here today. I mean, like, I mean, I would be here, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't this be on would the podcast. Yeah, like, I mean, I would be here, but I wouldn't be on the podcast. So um, I do want to say thank you to him, even though um, honestly, sometimes he gets annoying. But <laughs> deep down inside, I'm very thankful for him, um, and I'm also very thankful for like the leaders that we have at this church and Same. even like the senior leaders like I know that sounds kind of weird but at least to me they definitely impacted my childhood and you know something I do want to say which is still random now um there was a moment in my life where I'm not gonna get too deep into it because out of respect um there was a certain person who I genuinely like put on the pedestal and they kind of, you know, I kind of found out who they really were. And I think that happens a lot in church. Sometimes you decide to put someone on a pedestal because they have this role, they have this leadership, and you're like, oh my God, you know, they're basically God. Yeah. Um, no, honestly. And then you get to know who they really are, and you're, you honest, I think that's what, like, hurts more because you're just sitting there, you're like, wow, I'm so disappointed because I genuinely thought you were a whole different person, yeah. and you're not that person. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's really hard, and that could become very unmotivating, especially if you're, like, young, you know, because you see, and you're like, and, and if you're beginning to go to church. It's 100%. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, like, for me, like, I genuinely, like, I, I really felt like this person was, like, family to me and <laughs> not so more um, life <laughs> yeah but um but honestly like even through those moments like god is always gonna like show you like i think for me it was more so of a lesson like roles don't matter yeah like, you know like the heart is what matters because honestly i think sometimes we kind of forget that we forget that like just because you have a role just because you have a title it does not mean that you are better than someone else mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you're closer to god period and i think especially Talk about it. yeah especially for the youth i feel like sometimes they think that because you have a leadership and because you have a title i'm sorry honey but that's not going to get get you to heaven period like, i hate to break it to you like if that's what you were thinking it's not going to get you to heaven like um, i'm not saying you're going to go to hell no i'm just saying like definitely like check your heart and check your intentions and um, always watch what you say because what you say comes from the heart. Just say. Period. <laughs> um, Rose. <laughs> okay. Give us your testimony. So I guess it's my turn now. For those of you guys who don't know me, I'm Rose. Um, I oh literally. My God. Did I ever say who I am? I don't think you did. Oh my God. I'm well, that was Brianna. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brianna. But you guys should call me Brie because, um, unless you get, yeah, whatever. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's my turn to tell my testimony. Um, I'm Rose. I'm pretty new to the church, not to the Lord, but I'm pretty new to um, LPD. I I came a couple times when I was like a teenager, but really, yeah, at the old building on Third Street. Really? Yeah, oh a couple times. I always was like, I can't wait for the worship. <laughs> I'm like, I hope they lay hands on me. I want to fall. <laughs> I grew up um, in San Francisco, and 
with a single mom. So my dad left when I was about one year old. One years? Is it one years old? One year old? Because you're one year. It's one year when I was about one, one year. there you go. <laughs> We're really bad grammar, you guys. Yeah, please bear with us. Send help. <laughs> um, my dad left when I was about one, so I never, never ever, up until I was like eleven, I never knew nothing about my dad. I didn't even know his name. I didn't know my mom wouldn't talk good or bad about him. He just, she just would not talk about he him. He was non-existent. He was non Like so much so that I thought, do you guys know who Juan Sebastian is? He's like a singer. I thought that was my daddy. For a minute, when I was younger, this is so off topic. Sorry to cut you off. I thought Marc Antonio Solis was my dad. I thought that boy was my dad too. Right? Like, I would see him on TV. I'm like, that's my dad, but my dad was sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're my daddy? Hold on. <laughs> I, I swear that's you on TV. <laughs> nah, but I really thought that my dad was famous. I was like, my dad's famous because why else? <laughs> I really thought, even like, you know, Machete, that, that, yeah. I thought that was my dad, okay? I thought it was my this dad. great. I love this. Because I'm like, why else would my dad leave? Like, why would my dad not be here? Honestly, for someone that's that young, I would think the same like, thing. Like, I literally yeah. thought, I think I was like, I was like seven to, like, when I really started to think like, wait, where's my dad? Do I even have a dad? <laughs> You're like, he's famous. And I, yeah, at seven years old, I was like. He's famous. He has to be famous because why would he leave? Yeah, there's no other explanation. Period. So, I think at 10, oh, well, around 7 years old is when I started to go to church with my auntie and my uncle. And I legit, like, I'm not even joking, guys. I legit would go to church to eat some bomb food. Like, period. I would... It was, like, so good. It was, like, some bomb what Mexican... What church did you go to? <laughs> I went to a fire church, a straight-up Pentecostal church. Like, I would get there at 8 for Escuela Dominical. Yeah, we yes. used to do that, but I don't know. <laughs> so, I was about 7 when I started going to church, and it would start at 8 o'clock, Escuela, Escuela Dominical, and then it would end at 10. From 10.30 to, like, 1, it was service, and then from 1 to 3... No, one to four, it was break. So that's when I would eat the bomb food. <laughs> and then from four to like 7.30, it'd be another service. So it was like all day church. Okay, and this was like on Sundays? It was on Sundays. Okay. And I literally would just go for the food. <laughs> but I love it, that. But I'm grateful that I went because later on in life, I remembered God. Like that seed was planted mm-hmm. in me. In my household, it was not Christian at all. Like at all. And very dominant salvadorian household women like women ruled in that house okay so are you salvadorian i'm salvadorian and mexican oh i didn't know that yeah i just thought you were mexican no my mom's from el salvador and (laughs) that's why i got a little attitude okay the word the lord is working but but i grew up in a really strong woman dominant household salvadorian household and um yeah, that's why I was very vocal. I was very, I was a very angry child. <laughs> I literally got suspended probably like all the time. Like I would get out of suspension, I'll get suspended again. And I wasn't even like in high school. I was like in third grade. Okay. And I got kicked out of schools. I, I used to jump people. I got arrested. Like it was just too much. So I grew up very angry, very resentful. I felt like... It was the world versus me type stuff. (laughs) 
Like, and then I met my husband. I mean, my boyfriend. <laughs> I met my boyfriend, who is now my husband, at fourteen. And um, when I tell you, I was obsessed with this man. I was obsessed with this man. Okay, like he was everything to me. And when he, we would get mad, it was like the end of the world for me. So I remember one time we got hella mad. I was like fifteen years old, and and back in the day when I, me and my boyfriend had got mad and I was like oh like this is the worst I hate my life I'm the world blah 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 like I hate this I want to die so like I legit took pills bro and like I drank them I took hella pills I remember and I was crying I was like god please I'm ready I'm ready to go blah 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 and I took them and then I fell asleep and I remember when I woke up <laughs> you're like am I in heaven I was so mad I was oh. so mad at god I was like God, bro, like, I told you I was ready. Like, you should have just took me, you know, but... That was your moment to shine. Yeah, but I'm so grateful that God didn't take me because if he would have, you know, my brother would have been there, he would have discovered me obviously dead because I wouldn't have woken up and it would have been super traumatizing. And he, I know God didn't take me because I still have purpose in my life and I haven't fulfilled it. Yes. Period. So I got pregnant at 16 years old with my son um so from and i gra i graduated though thank yes. you <laughs> i graduated early <laughs> um but you did it but i did it okay so i graduated and when i walked the stage i was five or six months pregnant with my daughter wait okay now i'm confused okay so i was pregnant at 16 i had my son i think at 17 okay and then I got pregnant again. Okay, got it. And then I graduated when I was already pregnant. Okay, I was like five it. months pregnant. And um, it was just crazy because I've always felt, and it, it's crazy that we're doing testimonies because I always told myself, I even told you, Brianna, like, my testimony sucks. Like, I remember, yeah, I remember when she told me that and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, like, I think um, something that I learned this year was that, like, your story honestly will impact someone's life. Yeah. Like, I know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard Mo's testimony, but there's a lot that she, um, at least the first time I heard her testimony was at, um, at school. And honestly, there's a lot that I could relate to her about. And you, like, you never know unless you say it, mm -hmm. like, unless you speak about it. And honestly, like, people will reach out, people will tell you, like, oh my God, like, Bro, like I shared the same thing. Like I had like that same experience. Yeah. Like, I lived through that too, you know. But it's like you never know because if you keep it to yourself, like how are we supposed to know yeah. about you, you know? So keep sharing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, by the time I was nineteen, I already had or eighteen. By the time I was eighteen, I already had two kids, and I was a full time mom, full time wife. Even though I wasn't a wife yet, <laughs> but I was still doing you know everything a wife should do, and I just felt very like alone i felt hella worthless i felt hella depressed i felt dumb i felt ugly i felt everything all those lies you know that the devil yeah. tells you when i was 22 oh yeah i know guys i'm not a youth i'm actually 27 <laughs> girl, <laughs> but i'm a youth at heart okay yes. <laughs> but when i was uh, 22 i was super unstable like i was just very very unstable at 22 and I always knew God. I always knew about him. I knew God was God. I knew I loved God. But I never really, like, um, like dug deep, you know? I never really read my word. I never really 
listen to worship, nothing like that. I never went to church, but I knew God was God. When I was around, and that, that went along for a long time, like hella long. When I was about like 22 to 23, I went to my first ever retiro. Well, what is a retiro called in English? Uh, retreat. A retreat. I went to a retreat, and that's where I feel like God really touched me. I felt like I had a real encounter with God, and it was it was just something that you can't explain. I went in there straight up with a broken heart, like broken to the point where I was like, I was done with everything. I was so lost. I was so broken. I was so sad, and I came out so happy. Like I'll never forget when I walked out and I was in my car, I was just so happy. Like, I was smiling. I was looking up at the skies. I was in, like, some, <laughs> some ghetto <wildlands>. freaking <laughs> apartment, super happy, like, loving my life. Like, it was so ghetto where I was at, but I was just so, I felt blessed to even be there. Of course, you know, <laughs> I slipped back a couple years after that. I, I want to say, like, a year or two after that, I just slipped up, and I was just, I had like a desire to drink. I had a desire to go out, which I never did. Like, I'm not even like that. Yeah. But I had a desire because I felt like that's what I should do. You know, culture <laughs> tells you like you should. You're yeah, already 21. Just do stuff. So I want to say that I, I didn't step in church. I didn't talk to God. I didn't pray. I didn't read my word for a good two years. Last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try again. But... But I was still, like, in my religious mind. You know, I was like, oh, I went to church, so I'm good. Or I would pray, and I'd be like, God, please forgive me for my sins. Cover me with your blood. Please don't let me go to hell. Write my name in Book of Life. Amen. Like, that's what I would say. And it's just, like, I think that us having a relationship with God, it's, like, forgotten, or we just don't know how. I like, think, sorry to get you off, okay. but um, sometimes... Because we live, like, our daily lives, we kind of get into a routine. Mm -hmm. And God kind of becomes a part of the routine. And it's just, like you said, like, you'll say those small prayers. And, like, you're like, I'm good. Like, I have <laughs> a relationship night. with God. <laughs> you know, I prayed. Um, but God isn't, like, a God of routine. Like, you know, like, you have to set time for him. Yeah. And, like, actually, like, dedicate time to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the beginning of, of last year... You know, when COVID started going out, but it wasn't here. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't afraid, but I was just, like, vigilant, okay? I was like, let me, like, check it out. Let me see what's about. I got really paranoid like you, mm -hmm. Brie. So I felt like I was just scared. And I, I couldn't even sleep either. A hey, lot welcome of to the sleepless club. <laughs> right? We should we be texting. We still can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I felt like... That's when God really spoke to me. Like, I heard his voice loud and clear. I even wrote it down in, like, a napkin, and I still have it in my drawer. I felt like God... That this was, like, around my birthday, so, like, February, beginning of February. I wrote down that God told me to start my own business, right, Outcast Society, and then to also that he was going to make something happen to where we have to focus on him. And I felt like that was, like, the pandemic because mm -hmm. literally everything closed yeah closed there was nothing on tv you can't travel <laughs> you couldn't travel you couldn't do nothing so i felt like god was telling us to focus on him yeah and then i felt like he was also saying that there's going to be a time and i believe it's like now because everything is open and mm -hmm. there's stuff to watch on tv but i feel like right now is the time where he's actually like 
is it called pruning? Like he's picking out the people who are legit devoted to him yeah. and legit having a, a relationship with him. But um, yeah, I felt like he was telling me that, and I got scared, girl. <laughs> so I started reading my Bible. You're like, oh my god! I was like, I called my sister. I was like, girl, where do I start? So I read John. I think I read no, I read Matthew, and then but I felt like I already had read that. So. I start. I told my sister, I was like, you know what? I want to start reading it from Genesis all the way down, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to get devoted to God now before it's too late. And yeah, so that's my testimony. I'm kind of all over the place. Oh no, girl, mine was worse. Like, I, was, <laughs> I would jump from one place to another yeah. here. No, but I feel like, like I said, my testimony isn't hella big like that. Maybe I'll share a little bit more details later. Yeah, same. Because... Because I don't want to talk so, the whole time. This age? No, <laughs> so like March twenty seventh. <laughs> no, but a lot of things happen to where God is kind of telling us that we have to start focusing on Him, and that's what I want to do. That was. I have a question because I actually don't know this. What? How did you start coming to LPB? How did I start coming? Yeah. Um, my sister in law is. Okay. Her husband is Ruben's cousin, Pastor Ruben. So every they're related. Oh, um. Ivan yes, and Liz, okay, okay, yeah. So, them too. I love them so much. They're like my mentors. I love them so much. They're always there for me. Like when I have a question, I'll literally call her like at two in the morning, and I'll be like, "Liz, why does this say here?" And she'll just walk me through it. Or if I call her and I'm like, "Bro, I'm so mad right now," she'll like calm me down. <laughs> but we all need that. I person. think everybody needs a person like oh, yeah. that. So find yourself a person. And if not, we could be your people. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, I think that um, we should stop. Well, I should stop. I think that's one thing that I did stop. <laughs> is following religion instead of having a relationship with God. Because I really felt like if I went to church, if I just listened to music, to worship music, or if I just posted like, a little scripture on my, on my <laughs> Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, like I'm saved. I'm fine. Like God sees it. But I think God is now wants us, everybody, to step out of their comfort zone and do something que le agra- agregue. How do you say agrade. that? Agrade. How do you say that in English? Um, I grew up in a Spanish uh, church. That makes him happy? Yeah. Something that will make him happy, make him proud, make him the center of your life. Overall, that will glorify his name. Amen. <laughs> Well, I'm Gio. Well, you guys know me as Wally, my nickname. But for me, I grew up in church. Like, I don't have, like, a crazy, like, story, like, someone or, like, parents or family or stuff like that. But my mom was a Christian growing up. So growing up, I had it in my life the whole entire time. So I'd go to church. I went to this other church called Laurel Region Oakley for, like, up until I was, like, 15, I think. But nothing really ever happened. I was just there to be there in a sense. So I'm just living life. And then we do little Bible studies, little... She would, did mom, my mom would like she wouldn't give up on us. She would always try to get us fully committed. But as a kid, I was just living my kid life. That's whatever. I just do what I want to do in a sense. Then I get or at that church, I got baptized when I was seventeen. And similar to Breeze, like, like, yes, I, I wanted to get baptized in a sense, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Because I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like after I got baptized, I was still doing sexual things. I was still cussing, doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. So, then about a year after that, I meet my, or I get, I get into my first relationship, 
and I thought it was everything. I really did. It was my, just everything. So she was the one who actually brought me to this church, and it was it was the old church. It was Third Street, you guys said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Third Street. The I went there for building. like <laughs> the old building. Yeah, I was there for about two before you guys switched to this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just living my normal life, not really focused on God. And I was going to church, but I wasn't focused on God or anything. And then fast forward, we break up, and then my life just comes to a complete end like I was depressed I went through depression for like three months like four or five months and after that like God just hit me like with it like a luck like like I would come to church at first at first it didn't really hit me but I but I did feel God though because I would come to church and then I would see her and I would just break out crying and it was just bad I was just depressed but got to a point where there was literally nothing left but him so I was in a sense I was like let me, let me try this let me let me see what, what will happen like like let me just try it and I didn't get changed right away but it planted the seed in a sense like to, to pursue him I already had the seed for my mom but like to actually start pursuing him but at first I kept to myself though like I went February to like August, just keeping it to myself, and that's a long time. We can't keep things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I finally opened up to one some of the leaders, which I'm thankful for, which like, um, like just leaders. And it didn't when I opened up to them, it, it didn't change me right away. It just took off a big stress relief. It just took off so much like depression in a sense. So I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to keep having that in the back of my head. But it took off a lot. Fast forward. I wasn't changed I'm not gonna lie I wasn't changed and then I wanna say I think it was I think it was like July my mom sent me a video of a testimony of somebody else who was like in a similar spot I was and it was like one of those testimonies like where they're in a concussion and they, and they see heaven and hell and like granted I'm not maybe not all of it's true maybe it is what God shows them or whatever but he was in the same spot I was and he still saw hell and that scared me and at the time, I was scared of death. I thought when we die, we, we die. Like, I was scared of death. I really was. I think but, everybody's scared of death. Yeah, yeah, I think even though we shouldn't be, because yeah. we have eternal life, um, it's definitely, I think we're just humans. So, like, we have that fear of, like, I'm going to die. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was think I was like, oh, like, my, my time's up. It's game over. I'm done. But now in my deeper walk, I know that there's an eternal life, so I'm yeah. so beyond grateful for that. So when I seen the other testimony, it scared me. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do things I'm doing. Like I was doing the bare minimum, going to church. I was like, it's not gonna save me. Like I can't just go to church and think that's gonna save me. But I think it was, I said July, uh, September is when I act, when I act. The bird is back. <laughs> <laughs> by this blue bird <laughs> literally knocking on the window <laughs> but I finally like my heart just changed like I didn't, I didn't I didn't really do nothing but God just took over in a sense like I would come to church and then I would go to the altar and I would really open my heart like honestly honestly don't know like why it just happened in a sense 
nothing really happened for me to do that. And I went to the breakup, but I already had the stress relief off when I talked to the leaders. But so then I started praising, and then I think it was I started doing constant posts on Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok of just other people talking and or like motivational Christian like a minute video in a sense because I. Cause I was starting to get saved, but then I, but then I, I realized I don't want to, I don't want to take this for myself. I don't want to be selfish. I want other people to be saved. Then again, I probably should have focused on myself in that beginning part because I was still lost in a sense. And then. But you just wanted to share that happiness that you had, right? Yeah, the happiness. I want to share the happiness. Yeah. And then, like me being at church, that changed me. Like I actually wanted to worship. I actually wanted to seek Him. But when I left church, I was still the bad person. I was still doing these things. At church, I felt like I was changed. Outside of church, I wasn't. And I know that for a fact. So then I started talking to the past. I remember I finally had the confidence to share my testimony like in front of the youth at a youth night. And even though I shared my testimony that night, two days later, like I felt like it was a reset. Like I lost everything. Like, I even went to the, the youth pastor's house, like, at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Like, two days later, I was like, what do I do? Like, I feel like I just lost it all. Like, I don't, I hate this. And then we had, like, a three-hour talk, and I was able to bring that spirit back in me. Or he was. I was starting to get changed. And, again, the, his, his love just hit me like a train. And I never looked back. Like, to this day, like, I'm so grateful. And then nothing really crazy happened. Like, the breakup happened, but nothing, like, crazy, crazy happened, like, in a sense. So it was... It wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, an easy path. It was, yeah. it was like... Like, you guys may think I have an easy path because my mom was Christian. I grew up in a church and da-da-da. Nothing crazy, but... It was and it wasn't. Well, after I shared my testimony, I started being more confident in my faith and I would... Then I would make my own personal videos of my face and like giving a motivational Christian speech to help others. And now I'm at the point, I think it was like October. If I'm being completely honest, like in my heart, like completely changed, it would be like no, the beginning of November, mid-October, like four months ago. I started talking to people, like when I was sharing my testimony, people would come up to me afterwards. I had people text me, so like I felt like overwhelmed in a sense, but in a good way. I was like, Things are really happening in my life, and I'm so grateful for it. And I met I met this one person who got me, who was able to get, or no. I started reading the Bible because of this person. And this was like a month ago, I think. Like, I kid you not, I've only read like three books in a chapter. Like, Romans, Gen- a little bit of Genesis, and then another one. Like, I haven't read that much of the Bible. But I'm getting into that, though. I'm so, so grateful for it. And yeah, so pretty much grew up in church, went through a breakup, I went through depression, God hit me with his love, and I never looked back. Granted, it wasn't an easy road. Like, even though he hit me with his love, I still had to go through a second spiritual battle in a sense. But. And I think that everybody is going to go through a. Everybody will be going through a spiritual battle. Even if you just started going to church mm-hmm. or you've been in church for like 10 years or yeah, if you're a pastor. No. 100%. Yeah, you're always going to get hit. Yeah. I think yeah, I think sometimes as Christians or like followers of Christ, we get very um, 
we get very confident in ourselves. Which, I mean, don't, you know, I tripping, go be confident, pop mm-hmm. off. But the thing is, um, we forget that, like, God will break you down. Like, he will, like, He'll he's humble gonna you. break you. Like, he's gonna <laughs> break you, and then he's gonna, like, mold you again. Period. And, um... I'm not going to sit here and, like, sugarcoat it and be like, oh, yeah, it's super easy. Like, you got this. Nah, man, it's hard. I think it's one of the hardest things. Oh, yeah. Especially as a youth. Yeah, it's so hard. And I think what makes it harder is the fact that, like, for example, like, we all go through things in life. Like, okay, maybe you'll go through, like, a car accident, God forbid. And, you know, like, that's, like, a physical thing. (laughs) That's, like, a physical (laughs) thing. And it's, like, you can see the results physically. But yeah. when you're going through, like, a spiritual battle, like, you have, like, God is a God that makes you wait. Like, you know, he's going to make you wait. And, like, sometimes as humans, we sit there and we're like, but I want this now. Like, I just want to get through this now. Like, I want to be happy again. That's hella funny that you said yeah. that because um, last <laughs> year. I thought you went through a car accident. No, hell oh. no. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, last year I was telling my sister-in-law, like, Bro, I've been praying to God. Like, <laughs> I've been praying, okay? I want to know my purpose. I want to know what's up. Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Mm-hmm. And she's like, just wait, Rose. Wait. And I'm like, I have been for like <laughs> three months, okay? I've been waiting. And she's like, God doesn't work in your time. He doesn't. And it's so true because it's like, I've been I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long. I want to say for like right? a year. Yeah. Like a freaking year. And then it's always been like, I'm too shy or... Or for me, it's more of like, who am I? Like, I'm a Moses. I'm like, who am I to be like doing a podcast? Like, I don't even know much, you know? Who am I? And it's just, I feel like now is the time, you know? Like, now is perfect. And I'm so grateful that I didn't start it because now I have you guys. Yeah, waiting is, waiting is hard. I don't want to (laughs) wait. No one does. I don't even like to wait in the freaking drive-thru. Like, talking like the spiritual battles I'll be bringing up, like... Three days ago, like, I kid you not, like, I'm just going through messages, I'm deleting old messages, whatever, and boom, I, I see some old messages that I probably shouldn't have seen, and I started reading them, and I was like, dang, I was really such a bad person, like, I can't believe I was this person, like, I lived like this, and I was, I just, and the whole, that whole day, I was worshiping, I was reading the Bible, I felt like I got the most out of it, I ever read that Bible that specific day, too, but then I seen the messages, I was like, and it just hit me, I was like, like I went, I went, like the more you get deeper with God, the more the devil is gonna. Oh, period. Like if, if you're living your sinful life, the devil doesn't pay no attention, pay no attention to you because he doesn't gotta worry about it's it. Got you. But the more you get stronger with God, the more he's gonna give you a harder life in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of happened to me, and it, and then I just I was really sad because I was reading the messages, whatever. And I was like, okay, let me go for a drive because I need to cool my mind off. <laughs> and then I went on the drive and nothing nothing really happened. It did cool my mind a little bit, but nothing really happened. And then I came back and then the worship music was still playing on my TV when I came back. And then I just broke out crying, praising God, and I felt I felt a lot better. But yeah, so basically that was my testimony. Just go up in church, break up, but then got reconnected with his love and God's love. Then I went through another battle. But God's love came back because God's love never fails. Period. Yes. If you guys are in a relationship or trying to get to somebody, make sure you love God first. You can't try mm-hmm. to get into a relationship with somebody else and you don't even know who the creator of love is. That's what I was doing. I tried loving somebody and I didn't even love God first. So I'm not going to lie. I was toxic. I wasn't a good boyfriend. <laughs> but I'll be straight. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm girl. sorry for her, too, <laughs> I'm, I'm be, <laughs> I can't. No, I'm, I'm being straight up though. Like, 
I, if it would have been different if I loved God first, it really would have. Mm-hmm. But if you'll love her, I, how God loves her. Yes. Mm-hmm. And had I not gone what I gone through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. So God does have things happen in your life. I mean, it sucks, but part of His purpose for your life. Overall, we're here to tell you that it's not easy, but it will get better. Like yes. I promise you. It's- It's not going to be easy when you're in the world, but your reward is not in the world. Mm, It's in the Lord, period. Oh my God, wait, why is that kind of good? Someone quote that. (laughs) I know, right? I think um, for those who are listening, I think many of you guys overall caught that. Um, We've been hit hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think that's just like part of your walk with Christ and just in general, like in life, you know, like. I think when I, for sure, like, when I was younger, when my parents were going through it and whatnot, I would, I like, I would question, like, honestly, like, I would genuinely question God and be like, where are you? And, like, who are you? And, like, why am I going through this? Like, if people say that you're, If you're so good, why Exactly, like, why is it that I have to wake up every night, like, to my parents, like, screaming and whatnot, like, you know, like, I thought you, like, loved us and whatnot, but, you know at the end of the day, there's a reason behind it, you know, like, at the end of the day, everything that you go through, it honestly, and I've always said this, like, it builds you for your next battle that you're going to encounter, like, it shapes you for the next thing that you're going to encounter in your life, because something that I continue to tell myself every single day is, if I was able to get through that, I'm able to get through this, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, even though it's hard, like, life isn't easy regardless, especially through this pandemic, but um, honestly, like, this is like your moment to to shine and really like dive into God's word and get to know him. Period. <laughs> I was like <laughs> silence. No, I was going to say too um I was just going to add a little bit. I don't know if I should even say this, but go for it. Um when I was in the beginning of last year, literally in the beginning of last year before the pandemic happened, mm. I no, 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 no. In March, when the pandemic happened, I was like so sad. I even, I, I was so sad. I was depressed. I was anxious. And I literally got a life coach. I got a life coach and I got a business coach. Oh, pop off. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, it's funny because this is my life coach little notebook that I have here with my notes. And it's funny because, I mean, I'm really grateful for her and I love her. But I didn't need a life coach. Like, that's crazy. I didn't need a life coach. I needed God. And even after my little, was it like six weeks that I had with her, I still felt like super, I'm like, dude, this was supposed to like <laughs> fix me. my time on you. Yeah, my, my money. Like <laughs> what happened? But no, I just feel like nothing in this world can help you or satisfy you as much as God can satisfy you and help you. And until we recognize that, I don't think that we will be completely okay with our lives Mm -hmm. you know because i know that like even though right now girl i ain't working okay (laughs) i'm not working i'm still a mom and i'm still a wife but i don't feel as worthless as before Mm -hmm. like i feel like i have a purpose i just don't know i just don't know what it is god hasn't revealed it to me (laughs) but i know it's gonna come and i know he's gonna tell me soon i mean i hope (laughs) (laughs) i mean i gotta wait but (laughs) another thing i was gonna say like as i know but when you're seeking God, you can't, you can't um, give five percent and expect eighty percent back in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you give eighty, he's gonna, he's never gonna stop loving you. That's that's not gonna be taken away. He's gonna love you no matter what. But you give ten percent, you're gonna get ten percent back. And 
the more you dive into the Word of God, the more you, uh, uh, the more you seek Him, the more, uh, what's the word? Spend time with Him. Um, the more you spend time, He's gonna give you. Yes, He's gonna give you blessings. <laughs> he's gonna yeah. fulfill your promises. He's gonna fulfill the love that you never loved before. And you gotta commit. It's difficult, but anybody can do that. I promise you. Yeah, I also think our. In other words, I also want to add on that sometimes God, He gives you things. He'll like place either a person in your life or like a certain opportunity in your life. Um, but just because it's there, it doesn't mean that that's the time for you to enjoy it. And I think sometimes we kind of we kind of forget that we kind of like you know some you know hypothetically speaking, <laughs> you meet someone and um, you instantly want to get to know them in a you know, in a more, like, serious way and whatnot, and sometimes God will sit there and be like, no, this isn't the time for you to be in a relationship. This isn't the time for you to enjoy this specific time of your life. Like, there's other things I have in store for you, you know? Like, this isn't it right now. And I think um, we just need to, like, remind ourselves that, like, we may feel ready, and we may feel like this is our time to shine, but God might sit there and be like, no. Like, no, girl, is- you got, I got to work in exactly, you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, Honestly, o- overall, patience is key, man. And it's frustrating. But you need to be patient. <laughs> it's hella frustrating. I'll give it that. It's hella frustrating. Like me personally, after going through a, cause I was, it was like a, it was a long relationship, it was like a year, like a year and a half. But after going through that breakup, I, not that I missed her, but I missed being in a relationship. I missed having that person to be with and just, I could talk to and all that. But, Again, I was so focused on her. When I finally let go, I found who my real relationship was with God. I spent all my time with Him. He has all the love. He has everything that I ever wanted from the other person. Ten times better. That's how I felt too. That's crazy. But something I do want to point out, and we'll get into it next, the next episode. Yep. Um, if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship, I'm just gonna put this out there. Just because he goes to church. Just because she goes to church, I'm sorry. That does not mean preach <laughs> that that is the person that's like meant for you. Okay? Say it, pe- say it louder for the yeah, people. Yeah, like I'm just back. saying. Like sometimes I think, especially the youth, like you'll be with this person for so many years or whatever, or like oh my god, their parents are pastors, or oh my god, their parents do this. Honey, his parents are not gonna get to heaven. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying so honestly like you know i'm not i'm not like hating on people who are in a relationship or anything all i'm saying is um fully focus on god especially if you're young you know like i've heard so many people say that they regret not spending more time with god in their like youthful years Mm -hmm. you know and all i'm saying is on honestly like i regret it too i'm only 20 but i regret like i regret my high school years and how you know i didn't spend enough time with god and how i didn't you know, I think if I would have done that, I would have been, like, maybe closer to fulfilling the purpose he has for me or whatever. But, honestly, like, if you're listening to this and you're, like, two, <laughs> okay, if you're, like, 12, and you feel like you're too young, you're not too young. Like, honestly, just give your life to God and best believe it's going to be the best thing you've ever done. So, um, this month, which is the month of January, we, January, (laughs) we are going to be fully focusing on the topic of relationships. And so next, so it's a series. It's like a a three part series. Next episode, we're going to have two guests, Mo and Israel, and they're just going to talk a little bit about their (laughs) single lives 
and mainly because the topic is singleness and situationships and we're gonna focus on those specific topics okay so if you guys have any questions for people who are single or people who find them or either questions about singleness or situationships please text us at 925-272-4434. Once again, it's 925-272-4434. You guys could send in your questions, your um, concerns, or whatever it is, and we won't know who it is because it is a Google number. It's so, anonymous. Yeah, so, you know, you guys don't have to tell me this is so-and-so. Honestly, just send in your questions, and, like, it'll be good to go. Um, you guys could find this... Honestly, wherever you can find a podcast, that's where we're going to be at. And it's always going to be on a Thursday, okay? Um, it might be early on a Thursday or it might be late at, on Thursdays, okay? So it, it could be Spotify, Apple Music, whatever it is, you, we're there for you. Oh, <laughs> we're there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's it. I hope you guys liked and enjoyed our first podcast. Our first episode. Our first episode. We're really bad at this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Next time we'll be more prepared, guys, okay? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe. hopefully. We're humans, man. We make mistakes. (laughs) This is the first time ever we're doing it, so bear with us. You guys will be with us for the the ride. But yeah, Google number. It's 925-272. Four four three four. Oh, oh! We'll have that um in our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram if you haven't. It's at Legendary Youth Official. No underscores. <laughs> I got rid of those underscores. Um, follow us there for more info. We're gonna put out um the number there, and the link to the podcast. So, bye guys. God bless you guys. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Stop the curve. (laughs) (laughs) Deflate the curve. (laughs) Bye.